Yes, sir. Back again. Yep, yep. Make sure everything A1. Boom, boom, mic. Boom, boom. We good. Back again. Another episode. Man to Man Pod Overreaction Monday. Week 17. Last one from the regular season. Heading to these playoffs. Yes, sir. Yours truly one half of the Man to Man Pod. Darius Butler. Got my co-host, A.B. What it do? What it do? Let's jump right into this thing, man. Everything sold up. Playoff yep. matchups are set. Got all our division winners, man. Any uh, any surprises coming out of yesterday? Um, Man, I think the one surprise, man, I had the Giants, man. I had the Giants <clears throat> winning the NFC East, obviously, with – um. With Philly mm-hmm. uh, dropping that ball, man. Uh, the Washington football team, obviously, you know, got the nod, got the number four seed. So, um, other than that, man, I think everything else was kind of um, played out how I kind of figured. I, I thought it would it would play out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, how about you? I mean, what, honestly, what I was most surprised about yesterday was. Um, Tua's play, man, and we see the last couple games. Uh, and as y'all know, in this show, AB definitely know I've been high on Tua from the jump. Was excited about him getting a shot. Um, I think a lot of people expected that game to be a lot closer yesterday. The Bills, Dolphins, Bills already had their playoff seed sold up. Um, still was playing for that two seed, which is huge in the playoffs. Want that home field advantage, and for them to put up that fifty burger. Uh, we yeah. know, we know it, it. It was it was personal for them, man. They handle business. I've been saying it for the last probably three, four, maybe weeks about how high I've been on the bills, and um, man, it it it, it went even further yesterday. But that that tour, man, he go he will make me think long and hard about Justin Fields at three if he's still on the board, man. Man, I tried to tell you long. I know time that's an overreaction. Hey, I tried to tell you a long time ago, like, you know, just the way Miami was playing at the time, they made that decision coming in after, I think it was after the bye week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Miami Dolphins, they were like on a three-game win streak. They were playing well. Fitz was playing well. And um, they made the decision, you know what I mean? Um, but then even after that, you know, a few games in, you know, started seeing um, the 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 – the position by committee, you know what I mean? Not really sticking yeah. with, 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 with one. And, uh, you know, we kind of talked and about forth. it going back and forth. We talked about it just being in the locker room. Like, look, man, if you was an old head or or even a, a player in general, like, look, let's stick with one guy. Let's rock with it. And, um, again, man, I, I, I've been saying it, you know, like you said, you've been standing on the table, table for tour. Um, I always said, man, they should have just, just rolled with fits, understanding that tour was the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let him sit back behind Fitz, man. A vet, a guy that's been doing it for a long time, and let him see it. You know what I mean? So, but hey, it's neither here nor there now. You looking to get my man up out of there already? <laughs> <laughs> Move quick, man. We get we get hey. greedy with these quarterbacks these days, man. We expect, um, you know, in, instant instant gratification. Uh, but it, it's just. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's Chan Gailey. I don't know if it's the weapons. Maybe it's a combination of all of it. But Tua just it just don't look like you know. I understand him being the future, but you know I always a little questionable about lefty quarterbacks. 
thought Tua could be different, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Yeah. They uh, they missed the playoffs after a great season. I still think B Flow should be up there in our coach of the year considerations. We're gonna get For to sure. that. For but sure. um, the division winners, I know we picked them a few weeks a while ago. Most of them pretty much uh, held strong. But on the AFC side, the, the four division winners got the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously Buffalo Bills, yep. Pittsburgh, and the Tennessee Titans, yep, who yep. um sold up the AFC South yesterday. You know, barely beating the Houston Texans, mm-hmm. had a, 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 a ricochet field goal to win it. Um, but I guess any way you get it done, um, you picked the Tennessee Titans, obviously, to win the South. I had the Colts. Um, on the NFC side, you got the Packers, the Saints, the Seahawks. Barely beat that 49ers team yesterday. We're going to talk about them. And then the uh, Washington football team who uh, sold it up last night with a win with the Philadelphia Eagles tanking in front man. of our eyes, man, in front of our eyes, put a put a bad taste in a lot of, you know, a lot of football fans. Mouth. I'm sure the Giants fans, um, a lot of people on TV are overreacting about it today. How you feel about that whole situation? I know you picked the Eagles to win yesterday, actually. Yeah, I did. Man, I was, lies, that, man. that that was before I really knew it was nine inactives. It was a lot of people out of the um, not playing. Um, for mm-hmm. whatever for whatever reason it was, you know what I mean. Whether it was just scratch, they wanted to see some young guys um, get in there. Whatever it was, um, but I didn't like it, man. I didn't like it. You know, like you said, with nine inactors, um, healthy scratches. Um, last <clears throat> last 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 game of the season, man. Get the get the boys out there um, and let them play. You know, we kind of talked about it uh, before we went live with Kelsey. He just he just had a, a um, yeah. Know, he was just on – I forgot what it was he was on, but he was just talking about as far as, like, you know, players go in there, we play, um, we go in each each week, and mm-hmm. we prepare to win. You know what I mean? So – and um, I, I just didn't like it. Um, I'm one of, them, one of them people as far as, you know, having that sour, t- sour taste in my mouth. Um, again, yeah. like I said, I picked the Giants to win. Um, and I just would have liked to see those guys go out there and really um, go at it. Yeah, man, when you think about a guy like – um, Kelsey and a bunch of other guys who you know what it takes to 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 get yourself up to um especially week 17 you know you don't put your body through all kind of shit to get to that point as a player yeah. and then for the organization really to go out there and do what they did you know to move up a couple spots um in the draft you know honestly obviously that that's what the move was for couple days before the game I feel like um they came out and said Doug Peterson's job was pretty much safe um so uh, it, it was obvious what they were doing um you know it, it definitely put a bad taste in my mouth too man just because I, I just feel bad for the players and and stuff like that i understand it from the organizational standpoint um because it is a difference picking you know sixth or ninth or tenth i mean a lot of people don't you know won't see the difference but it, it, it's usually a difference um but uh Bad. It was bad, bad for the brand of football. We always talking nah. about, you know, the integrity of it and all that stuff. So definitely see both sides, man. It was, it was and then that the fact that it was on prime time, prime time literally yeah. the last game of the regular season, um, knowing what guys have sacrificed and went through, players, coaches, fan, everybody, um, you know, to get this point in that crazy 2020 season. Um, it was a terrible way to end it, in my opinion, but. We'll see if it end up working out for, uh, yeah. for Philly. 
Yeah, man, I, I hate to see it. Then you pull Jalen Hurts. Like, was he hurt? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was um, that he was wasn't that great. Yeah, wasn't I, I mean, great. He had I two rushing touchdowns, though. I mean, I get that, but shit, like, <laughs> Sudfield definitely wasn't gonna come in there and win it for you, boy. So yeah, that was ugly, man. I ain't, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, that was that was uh that was bad ball y'all um you know start to throw your overreactions in here your comments your questions we definitely gonna get to them you know once we get through uh through the rundown but um so playoff matchups yeah playoff matchups um opening up i believe the playoff weekend Colts at the bills Oof. <sighs> Ooh. that's a woo. that's a matchup for yes but um yeah. You know, we know the Colts. The Colts, in my opinion, are built to compete with anybody. Not for um, sure. You know, missing um, – we're, we're very familiar with Costanzo and what he's been to that organization, what he's been to that O-line, been that bookend left tackle. Kind of under the radar for, I feel like, most of his career. But he, he's he been very, very good. So, they'll, I, I feel like they will definitely miss him once you start playing these um, these teams in the playoffs. But um, man, big matchup. What's your first first thoughts when you think about that matchup? It's going up to Buffalo, and I think they'll have some fans in there too. Yeah, have a little bit of fans in there. I think it, it's going to be a good game. Um, I think our coach are built to win. A uh, strong defense. Um, got a veteran quarterback. Um, you know, going into the to the offs. Hopefully, you know, mindset mm-hmm. of not turning the ball over. Uh, the run game's got going. Uh, the young boy JT man, he's been doing thing. So. Got to play through JT, man. We got to feed him. Got to. First got you. and the second half, Frank. Yeah, so I, I feel as though the, the Colts, the Colts are to. built, the Colts are built to win. But the Bills are hot right now. They hot right now. Very, man. They, very hot. They, uh, you know, they got that swag, man. And you know, when you go into the playoffs with that confidence, uh, that's that 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 does wonders for you, for you and your team. So One. it's gonna be yeah. tough to say. <clears throat> but if I gotta call it right now, man, I gotta go with the Bills, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a, I ain't gonna call it yet. I'm gonna go do some homework. I believe the Bills opened up as the favorites. That, that's why I said if I know, if I expected if I had to do it right now, it would it would be the Bills. But we'll see. Yeah, they got the Bills as seven point favorites right now on FanDuel. But um, like you said, we'll see. Um. Definitely got the potential to beat anybody on that side. No, but uh, we're going to see um, the Chiefs rested their starters, and they'll have a bye week. They rested their starters week 17. They'll have a bye week, um, you know, the first week of the playoffs. You think that'll have an adverse effect on them? Steelers did the same thing with a lot of guys. They haven't been playing well, obviously, down the stretch. Chiefs haven't been playing great, in my opinion. We saw it kind of have a bad effect on the Ravens last year. They had rested like damn near two three weeks so um you think that'll that'll come back and bite them in the ass in the playoffs the Chiefs or the Steelers so um you just mentioned it the Steelers I felt like they should have played their starters um they mm-hmm. weren't playing great um down the stretch um so I would say if it would hurt either one of them it would be the Steelers as far as the Chiefs they uh their starters gonna have two weeks rest um I know I've been in situations where it has hurt us at the end, and I've been in a situation where it's helped us, where we come out, we're flying around, we're fresh, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So it just depends on what Andy Reid, what he's doing throughout these two weeks. I know the yeah. uh, the first team, the first team was the starters. I know they're getting a lot of reps in practice. So we'll see. But, um, yeah. again, 
if it was the Steelers, man, I, I definitely would have at least played my my starters um, at least for a half. Um, yeah. get, some, get some work in. But we're going to see, man. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully they come out flying around. Hopefully um, connecting on all cylinders. Yeah, they play, they play they play well that second half against the Colts. So I would have definitely mm -hmm. wanted to come out and build that momentum uh, or build on that momentum in week 17. Um, but obviously you got a you got an old quarterback with Big Ben. Um, you know, Joe Hayden, they're, they're definitely gonna need him in this playoffs. He got COVID, you know, TJ Watt who possibly be the defensive player of the year. You already lost a couple guys, but Dupree and um Devin Bush for the year. So maybe they're playing it safe, but we'll see. Mike Tomlin, obviously a great coach. Um, you know, one of the best in the history of the business. Um, same thing with Andy Reid, you know, one of the best in the history. And that staff and that team has been together for a while. So I trust, like you said, I trust the Chiefs a little more when it comes to that standpoint, but we shall see. Um, so next matchup, Browns at the Steelers, and then you got the Ravens at the Titans on the AFC side. Um, <clears throat> that Brown Steelers game, it'll be a physical one, divisional matchup, divisional rivalry. Yeah. Browns finally make the playoffs after 18 years. Shout out to the them. Longest drought. Shout out to the Browns, man. Shout out yeah. to GM Andrew Berry, head coach Kevin Stefanski, and uh, that whole big. roster, man. Turning it around, getting a playoff berth. That's that's huge, man. That's 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 real big. Kevin, man, Kevin Stefanski, man, he gonna get coach of the year, man. Tom Austin, he kind of said it. I, I agree with him. Um, okay. Shit, like you said, 18 year drought. Um able to get the team in the playoffs man that's that's huge that's, that's huge. huge that's, that's huge. huge uh i still probably got flores just because i just feel like there's they're a couple years ahead of um you know ahead of uh ahead of schedule and if then, they would um, if they would have made the playoffs you giving it to them but since they I, okay i, I respect yeah, it i respect yeah, it yeah i respect yeah, it i respect yeah, it yeah but um so <laughs> brown still his game that's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a tough one to pick, honestly. Um, the favorite right now, favorite right now, the Steelers are favored by three and a half points. Mm -hmm. But uh, if that run game get going to Browns, it could get ugly. Yeah, that's my sleeper team. It could get ugly. That's your that, that's your sleeper team on the AFC side. On the AFC, well, shit, I got two, but um, I got them and Baltimore. But I definitely feel as though if I had to pick a sleeper. It would definitely be the uh the Cleveland Browns. Again, like you said, as far as that run attack, that running game, man. Um, we all know December, January football, you know, if you got a running, if you got a good run game, you got a solid defense, man. That's the that's the formula of winning. You know, control the clock, um, keep the opposing offense off the field. And, you know, with the two guys that they got there that uh Baker Mayfield handing the ball off to, man, that's uh as we say, a two-headed monster that you don't want to see, man. Um, so if we talking about sleepers, Cleveland is my sleeper team. Um, again, like you just said, it's going to be a physical matchup between mm -hmm. them and Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I'm a, I can't wait to see it. Um, All right, so so you got a favorite and in the, in a sleeper from each side. So your favorite, I'm assuming you sticking with the Chiefs on the FC I'm, side. Yep. And then your sleeper is the Browns. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. All right, so my favorite right now, the Bills. On the AFC side, I'm gonna stick with them, even though I want my coach to win this weekend. Yep, yep. I'm gonna stick with the Bills as my favorite, and then my sleeper on that side will be the Ravens. Man, AFC North got three teams in the playoffs. I don't know when the last time that division's done that, if ever. But um, Ravens a scary team, scary team to play right now going to the playoffs with how that offense is playing, defense as well. So um, that's my favorite Bills 
sleeper Ravens on that side. Um, let's jump to this uh this NFC. NFC, let's do it. NFC will match. Okay, so we got the Bears at the Saints. I'm gonna take Packers, Packers one seed. You got the Bears at the Saints, you got the Rams at the Seahawks, mm -hmm. and you got the Bucks at the Washington football team. Yeah. So, so on this um, side, I need your favorite and your sleepers, man. My favorite. Um, favorite, I'm going to go with the uh, the Packers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the Packers. Then my sleeper, I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go with the – I'm going to go with the – the Bucks don't. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you was about to say the Bears. I thought you was about to say the Bears. I thought Maserati Mitch. Hey. He made himself some money these last hey, few weeks. Don't, but. don't, don't sleep on the Bears, man. Tough defense. Tough defense. You got tough a chance. Defense. defense. And Maybe money making. Coming along. Yep. <laughs> and money and money making. Mitch is playing mm -hmm. with confidence right now. You know what I mean? So, and and we know what that's. We know how that how that goes. But I'm gonna go with Bucks, man. But. Like, I need to see what's up with Mike Evans, man. Um, you know, he had a he didn't finish the game yesterday. Uh yeah, he, true, true. It look it looks looked a little scary, man. Um, so waiting to wait to hear and see what happens, what the, the results on uh, uh on, on that injury. So we'll see. Yeah. Offense got hot, hot down the stretch, man. Play some play some shitty teams, but um that same Falcons team took took Kansas City to the wire the week before. Um, and you know, divisional matchup in the year, so that should be a tough game, regardless. They came out handle business. Antonio Brown doing his thing, man. If if he can get it, and shout out to Tom Brady too, making sure he got his incentive, he got his $250,000 incentive. Um, mm -hmm. I think he had a 45 catch incentive or something like that. Uh, but he's getting hot if they, if they continue to build that rapport. Even with Mike Evans possibly being out, I still think they have enough weapons. You saw Chris Godwin play. We know you can never count a guy like Gronk out in the playoffs. Been there a thousand times with 12. And then you get Ronald Jones and, um, you know, that running game going early. Mm -hmm. You know, that, de that defense kind of been iffy, though. It's been up and down all year. We know Todd Bowles is a great defensive coach. You got some great players over there. If they can consistently play well, um, you know, you can definitely see them in the championship game. Uh, my favorite would be the Packers. Yep. Um, just how they're playing. Obviously, with A-Rod, I think he locked up the uh, MVP. Uh, Devontae Adams has played like a top two, three, top one or two receiver this year, um, honestly. And then you got um, their defense has played better down the stretch as well. So um, it definitely be interesting to see. So my favorite would be the Packers. Well, your sleeper. sleeper would be the Buck. It's hard to even say the sleeper, though, with right, Tom Brady right, at the helm. Right. But, I mean – what what are what's what seed are they right now? <clears throat> yeah, so let me see, let me see. Yeah, they're five seed. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, it's, I guess a sleeper. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, Bears at Saints. I'm taking the Saints in that one. Rams Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks. They still got you know little Doug Flutie back there, Inve investment banker cuz. No, that Rams defense, tough though. Rams tough. ball yesterday, tough. obviously, uh, you know, 9-9 nine, nine up front. They got some ballers on that defense that can win a ball game for them. And the Seahawks offense has not been hot at all. Um, then we got to see what Jamal Adams, what's up with Jamal Adams? He was banged up, banged up his shoulder yesterday too. He's a huge, huge, huge impact player on that defense. I'm gonna and, let you um, know now. Let's watch the football team with the AC spray. That's gonna be rough, brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that that's what it is? 
I, I think so. I think that's okay. what it said. But you know, you got experience I'm, with that. Is that I mean, what you showed? That's when your joint kind of yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So I got um I had an AC sprain my rookie year against the Philadelphia Eagles, and I missed um I missed three games. Mm-hmm. Um, try to come back in the fourth. Freddie T and Maurice Jones, you won't have that. Um, <laughs> so that if it, if it is, that is not the game to come back. <laughs> ah, nah, nah, it's not. And then just his style of play where he's yeah. um, 90, 95% of the time in the box. Um, that's going to be tough. So that's definitely one of them games where I know he's not going to miss just the type of player that he is, the energy that he brings to that defense. But Shit, that's one of them things. You got to get that needle in that ball. You I'm about to say that. How much gotta, does that help? How much does that that injection well, help? The tortoise, all that. After after one week, I don't know how much is going. How much is going? Mm. How much is going to work? Because you got to. I missed three games, and I thought I was. I missed three weeks, almost a month. Thought I was ready, and came back. <clears throat> Just needed one more week. You know, as far yeah. as I had got the injection, I got two injections. I got one before mm-hmm. the game, and um you know, during the game. And then I obviously had that little donut pad um, underneath yep. my uh, my shoulder pad. So um, I'm not wishing that on them, but if it is an AC sprain and how bad that AC sprain is, if it is an AC sprain, man, that's going to be that's gonna be tough to come back from that's um, be tough. in a week. And you missed uh, – so you missed three – you said four weeks your rookie year, and then you went a stretch, a long stretch without missing the game. So was that – after that, how many? Like, well, how long did you go before you missed another right, game? So, so it was my, um, it was after my second year. So my second year, I sprained my PCL um, mm-hmm. as well. But after that second, my second season, that's when my my stretch hit. What was that like a 11, 10 year stretch? Eleven? What was that? It was something crazy. Yeah, it was like a probably like a ten year. Oh, bro, don't try to act like you don't know, bro. Nah, how many nah, games was that? <laughs> You you know you know exactly how yeah it was it was hundred and twenty nine straight because I, I remember yeah, the, I remember it was, coming up when we were teammates and they was like because I remember I heard it because I'm like damn like you haven't played um yeah that was what what was the number man? I know you know it was over nah, I don't I, it was like a, it was like a hundred it was um I'm not sure the exact number but I know the stretch ended was uh my second year in um in San Fran San so, Fran yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, um, some good matchups: Bears, Saints, Rams, Seahawks, Bucks football team. That that football team front four is whoo, ugly. Chase Young already said, "Hey, Tom Brady, I want you." How you how you feel about that? You like that? I love it. Love it? Or you hate? It? Okay, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it, man. You know, rookie, like rookie or not, you know what I'm saying? Like that. That's gonna give. He'll lead on that defense right yeah, now. It's gonna, it's gonna give your team, your defense, some, some confidence. Like I don't care who you is. Like we coming to get you. You know what I mean? So I like it. Now, obviously, he got to back it up. Got to back that shit up. He which he has all, all season. He's 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 played it. And then even watching the um, we were both kind of watching the game in on Clubhouse at the same time. But watching the game, just seeing it, like he, you see the leadership already at yeah. this at this early point in his career on the sidelines on the field. Mm-hmm. So I love it, man. I and love it. it. Um, and then, and at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, like you said, his, his play backs it up, so he can. Mm-hmm. At this point, you ain't t- talk your shit, talk yeah. your shit. So I, I love mm-hmm. it, man. And on the, on the flip side of that, <laughs> I've been I've been twelve's teammate. None of that shit goes unheard or unseen. He is. He is an absolute assassin. 
um especially when these playoff time when this playoff comes so um definitely gonna be some extra motivation not that uh brady needs it but um gonna be a good game good game to watch man good game to watch a great game a great game, great game shit, I, I, i've been on the other side too when i'm talking shit to, uh talking shit to 12 <laughs> and i'm like damn i ain't know this boy had this in him you know what i'm saying like bro i'm telling you bro we don't went to games and somebody be talking and you know because belichick he would bring all that shit up in team means hey you uh -huh. know this is this is what so-and-so said. This is what this coach, this player said. This is what they're writing about. And, you know, that bullet, bulletin board material, that's a real thing. And um, it's extra motivation. But we done been up 30, 35 in the fourth quarter. So he goes score a touchdown. Yeah! Yeah! I'll be like, <laughs> I've been on both sides as a teammate yeah, and an opponent. Yeah. So yeah. Get ugly, but I'm, I'm excited about it, man. But um, let's get to these season awards, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's these do it. Award, our picks. The man to man picks for these end of the season, um, you know, awards. Y'all uh, start with MVP. Y'all heard it here first. Go ahead. We I think we <laughs> we both uh, got the same MVP. Yeah. So who who y'all got? I mean, we both got Aaron Rodgers. I know Patrick Mahomes in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen is in the conversation for a lot of people. Uh, we both settled on on Aaron Rodgers. That was Aaron pretty, yep. Yeah, that was a pretty. He's had a ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous season, numbers, Nuts. completion, yeah. touchdowns, and, and no, we know he don't throw interceptions. interceptions. We about yeah. that earlier this year, yeah. So mm -hmm. obviously wins number one seed the, uh, on the NFC side. So um, that's our MVP. Yeah. Um, now where it gets difficult, not for is me. Offensive player of the year, not, not for, for you. Nah. You know AB guy, who's your offensive player of the year? Man, two K. Man, y'all was one 2K, of my old DH two K. I think it was uh well three weeks ago going well he had he had two games left and I said uh, that was one of my overreactions that he would hit the 2k mark man so you know I think he's one of only eight to ever do it in yeah. NFL history he's the eighth yep um so that's my that's my offensive MVP right there um yeah Josh Allen man hell of a season um I, Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes hell of a season Travis Kelsey Travis he broke Kelsey the tight end records tight end, yeah. um. I mean, shit, Devontae Adams, but uh, sure. I'm with you. Diggs. I, Stephon sure. Diggs. I'm yeah. with you on that. Um, I'm with you on that offensive player. You know, anytime you crack 2K, like you said, we had Kelsey will be Kelsey. That's tough. It's tough. That's tough. tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Holmes, Allen. But I feel like that MVP, since it's damn near QB award anyway, whoever gets that MVP, I feel like the offensive player of the year got to be another skill position. Another skill like you should, position those yeah. both shouldn't be won by quarterbacks, in my opinion. So I'm with you on the Derrick Henry 2K. Back-to-back seasons uh, with rushing titles. Um, I don't know when the last time it happened. I'm sure it's probably, you know, not too long, but that's it's been very, very, very impressive. Um, the MVP of that team, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's our offensive player of the year. We stick it with Derrick Henry. Um, offensive rookie of the year. Now, this was tough. For me, I feel like it's only two guys, Justin Herbert, Justin in LA, Herbert and then Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, yep. Um Herbert man played some great ball. Mm-hmm. Um yesterday. Ooh, that, that's that's tough. Um I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson, man. Ah, damn. Broke Randy Moss's rookie record, yeah, that's right. Yards yeah. on his I'm own go. team, broke the all time rookie receiver yard record, I believe, 1400. I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson, but Justin Herbert, man, he he put up some phenomenal numbers, man. I'm gonna go with Jefferson, yeah. though. 
You going with Justin? Okay, you going with Justin Jefferson? I'm going with Herbert, man. I'm going with Herbert or split or they share it. But if I had to pick one gun to my head, I'm going with Herbert. Um, just because of not only did he perform so well as a as a quarterback in this league, he was one of the best quarterbacks in this league period this year. But coming into this, having a shortened off season, coming into the season being the backup, so it's not really like your playbook. It's not like they catered everything around you. Being that guy going into the season. Um, him getting a late call right before the Chiefs game, you know, took them to overtime in his first start and they really never looked back, you know, broke the rookie passing record as well. So um, we know we know how tough it is to play that position. And um, and when you really watch the film, like I watched the film on Herbert, the most impressive thing about him is the play call, in my opinion, is, has been terrible. I believe that the play caller was fired halfway through the season, but. Almost every drive, this dude is second and eight, second and 11, second and 10. Uh, you know, when you behind the sticks, when you off, uh, off, off, uh, off track like that on almost every drive, it's crazy. And for him to still perform the way he did, like, I got to give it to him. So I'm going Justin Herbert with that one. That was good That's dialogue. Offensive rookie of the year. That was great dialogue, dude, but Yeah, offensive rookie of the year is uh, Jay Jettas. Yeah, but I'm going to go with uh, Jay Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't argue either one, honestly. Yeah. Um is that all for the offensive uh offensive joints? All right, we got yeah. um now we go with defense. defense. Defensive player of the year. Mine is yeah. X Howard DB, rocking with the DB. Xavier Howard, got that's me. Pick. Yeah, got his yeah. tenth pick yesterday. First got to do it since Cromartie back in 07. Um JC Jackson had nine. He almost got that 10. Damn. Oh, oh, he get that uh he get that all pro nod, man. Hopefully they they, they, they snubbed him out of the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, defensive player defensive player of the year for both of us, Xavier Howard. Yep. Um, other considerations. Obviously, either one of these guys, one of these guys are probably gonna win it. Honestly, I feel like that award is skewed towards pass rushers. So you, you got, got Aaron Donald and TJ Watt. And TJ Watt, yeah. Yep. TJ Watt, I believe he led the league in sacks this year with 15 but um but yeah so that's our defensive player of the year we stick with db's back-to-back defensive player of the years yes sir we'll see that'd probably be the first time in history that's ever been done if it happens yeah man it's tough to get 10 10 10, 10 picks man it's tough it's, it's tough it's tough um it's tough you know, not, not to take away anything what tj was been doing because he's been balling um obviously Aaron, Aaron Donald Aaron Donald is, a, is a monster um but to be able to get 10 picks uh that's that's extremely tough. Extremely. Yeah. Um, next one, defensive rookie of the year. You just talked about one of them. Nine nine, number two overall yeah. pick. That's your guy. That's my guy. That's your guy. I'm I'm yeah. going with uh I'm going with that another DB. Surprise, surprise. It's everything DB over here. I'm going with uh Chin, man. Jeremy Chin. Mm-hmm. Uh man, can't what is second rounder? Uh, yeah. you know, people expect him to be a good player. First year defensive coordinator over there. Obviously, the Panthers struggled this year, but he's been a bright spot on that defense. He has. I gotta go with Chin, man. Gotta go with Chin this year. I'm gonna win that award. I'm gonna get Chase Young, man. He, just because he's a he's all over the field. Not saying Chin isn't because he's been doing nah, Chin all over the field. He is, but 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 Chase Young is too, and he just took helped take his team to the uh, to the offs. You know what I mean? That that speaks a lot about you know um the impact. Um, fact, the, the players are having on their team, um, being able to extend their season. So you know that's just another uh, extra incentive where I'm looking at when I'm when I'm choosing these awards. But mm-hmm. uh, but shout out to Chin as well, man. Uh, he he he's 
He's been balling, man, lining him up everywhere. DB, linebacker position. So uh, we'll see. But I'm going to go with the young boy, Chase Young, out there. So you're um, going with Young? Out there I got Chin. Out, out there in Chocolate City. Yes, sir. He held, he definitely held it down. Um, well, we got a uh, coach, coach of the year. Yeah, you already heard mine's out there. You, in Fansky. you know what? So coach of the year and executive of the year is out there in Cleveland. Out there in Cleveland. It's, yep. it's hard to argue that after 18, after I feel like my whole life, they've been terrible, especially my whole football career. The Browns have been terrible, been embarrassing. Um, so yeah, for them to turn it around, um, I could, I could, yeah, I could live with that. I could live with Stefanski. My top, I guess, Stefanski, Flores, and uh, McDermott has done a great job as well out of Buffalo. Yeah. Um, Tomlin was a favorite out the gate, obviously. You go with Stefanski. I still go with Flores, man. I still okay. go with Flores. Even though they missed the playoffs, I'm still going with B-Flow, man. They're still a couple years ahead of schedule. Now, we got some decisions to make at that quarterback position. There was some rumors when he went to tour that, Maybe he was going to tour to see what they got, and now maybe he see what they got, and maybe he felt like me right now. <laughs> so that's, if, that's if Justin feels on that board, we got to have a conversation, Mister Greer. Man, that's damn y'all getting y'all. Whew, y'all tough. Y'all tough. Yeah, this is where we got to develop yeah. our players. You know what I'm saying? As a GM, yeah. as as my GM, D Butt. You know what I mean? I can't. Maybe we just get Chan Gailey out of there. Maybe, hey, but I, listen to me though. Listen to this right here. As my GM, right? I'm owning the team. I'm like, yo, I already okay. know. I know who my GM is. You know, there's Butler. You know, we're gonna do the little bullshit interview process, but you already know what it is. You're already my mm-hmm. GM, right? So we're gonna do it like them, okay? Yeah, exactly. You already know that. You you know the vibes. So. I can't have my GM coming to me every year like, look, man, quarterback we got last year ain't it, man. But we got this number three pick. We, hey, I, hey I, if we got a top five pick, the, that quarterback conversation is always on the table. Unless we got our guy that we know is our guy. And and honestly, if I'm your GM, you know how I feel about lefties at the quarterback position. Even though I was high on tour. I'm just saying I wasn't high on them taking them top five. I got to search up my old tweets. Dig them up, but I wasn't high on taking them top five. Um, the last dominant left-handed quarterback we've had, unless we, I forgot somebody, um, anybody throw a comment in here, was I would say Steve Young. You know, Brunel was decent. Mike Vick was obviously good. I, I don't yeah. feel like he was uh, dominant, you know, um, and he also ran a 4-2. Uh, but yeah, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gambled on, on the tour coming from Bama and all that. Mm, I wouldn't have gambled. So we wouldn't even be in this situation. I'm just saying, cause I mean, if, in we, this situation. If, if we having too many top five picks, your ass out there anyway. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, they were what? 10 and six this year with a top nah, five pick. I'm just you saying, know, they, you know, got some picks, man. they got some picks, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's true? Coach of the year. Coach of the year. We know who executive of the year is. So you went to fancy. I could rock with I could rock with that. And the executive of the year, Andrew Berry. Andrew Berry. Yeah. Uh, we both spent time with him in Indy. Um, great, great guy. Uh, smart dude. Turned that turn, you know, make, made some moves this offseason. Paid Kareem Hunt right before the season. Mm-hmm. Signed a couple tackles, drafted a tackle, signed another one from Tennessee. Um, you know, they got the right coach in there. I think Stefanski might have been hired before. I'm not sure, but you know, ran ran that organization well, man, all yeah. year. So yeah. um moving in the right direction. So facts, facts. Shout out yeah, to Andrew Berry, man. Yeah. Any uh, any other awards? Any anything some, else some, you missed? 
Comeback oh, player, comeback yeah. player. you already know that's hands down Alex Smith, man. It's yeah, like, like, snap. Yeah, um, not not even snap, man. He he put on a uniform. Like I didn't even think that was gonna happen. I thought it was it was long long gone for him as far as career wise. Yeah. Um, so to see him even come come back, dress up, uh, like you said, take a snap, but then play oh, well. Breaking news! Breaking news! Talk to me. Breaking news. Chargers fire Anthony Lynn. Man, when you oh, had that comment, a lot of time when you when you hear, we heard it yesterday that he had a uh, meeting. <laughs> I tell hey. you, whenever the whenever a black man got to meet with the boss, most of the times it ain't good. Okay, hey. but uh, <laughs> hey, we 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 talked about uh, you know, Anthony Lynn at length on this show, you know, and I I'm so high on Justin Herbert. It's just a. a a travesty that they won um that they didn't win a lot at least four or five more games than they won this year more than they won this year with the way herbert and that and some of those other players played had some some very very questionable decisions uh clock management wise into the game wise and i told you the play calling i feel like was terrible um i thought maybe he would save his job because of all the other firings that's going on and i wasn't gonna stand on the table to have the guy fired but him being fired, um, I can definitely, definitely see why. So, no surprises there, huh? Nah, shot. We we've been talking about this, and I told you, if 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 I'm the owner of the GM on, in that organization, I, I would, I would have probably made the same choice, honestly. And I feel like you know he won me over with his personality and all that on yeah. hard knocks, but we know it's a production business, and I, I think he underachieved. Um, he definitely underachieved uh, this year. So, uh, not not surprised by that, but that's a great. So, so that's a great spot, though. That's great a great spot, spot, right? So, so going into that, right? So you got mm -hmm. Chargers and Herbert, right? Yep. You got Houston and uh, D. Watson. Um. So you have a you have a Jets opening, and we mm -hmm. you know got to figure out what they're going to do at that quarterback position, whether Sam Donald going forward or you know somebody else. Um. Yeah. What 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 openings you like if you a head coach like where you want to go? If I'm a head coach, damn. Um, I would say probably the Jaguars. Jaguars got a lot of picks. They got eleven picks. They got a ton of money, ton of cap space. They got like a hundred um, million. Yeah, hundred million. You got the number million. one overall pick, uh, which we all assume will be um, which we all assume would be Trevor Lawrence. So I would say um, and it's Jack is Florida. You know what I mean? So you out there, you, you not too far from the water. You got, you know, yeah. no income tax. Like, tax so I would say Florida would be at the top of my list. Probably Houston after that, even though they're terrible, you know, cap wise. Or maybe not. You know, you know what? Maybe um the Chargers now. Honestly, with Justin Herbert because his very very bullish on that young kid. So maybe the Chargers, and then you got the Texans. You got Deshaun Watson locked up already. So um. So yeah, I mean those are probably be my top three: Jaguars, Chargers, Texans, Rohan. All three of those places you'll have your your quarterback of the future. So you know those be my top three. Rohan, I like that. I like that. Caldwell to the Chargers. Jim Caldwell to the Chargers. I like that. He's had his hands on a lot of good quarterbacks as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, you got my guy Pep Hamilton over there. Shout out to Pep, <clears throat> Howard alum. Um, man, did a phenomenal job this year with Justin Herbert. Man, mm -hmm. that's why coaching matters, man. Coaching matters. So shout out gotta, to Pep, man. man. I gotta get Pep on the show, man. Got to. 
gotta get Pep on the show. But got to, got to. I like that. I like that with call or Coach Caldwell. I love that. Yeah. Damn, yeah, it's Black Monday, man. So you got Doug Marone, he got fired in Jacksonville. Adam Gates fired in New York. Anthony Lynn fired in LA. Um, and we talked about the other jobs that are open. Um Detroit. You got Detroit. Give, uh, I reached out to somebody I know in Jacksonville too. I told him I gotta holler at somebody that because I'll take that. I'll get in that front office. That ain't too far from the crib. I, I can do that. Yeah, you, but, can, um, you can make that maneuver. You can make lot, that work. Yeah, a lot, lot of money to work with, a lot of picks to work with. So I like it, man, I like it. So we talking about all these openings and you know, coaching vacancies and things of that. And let's talk about some players that might be on the move as well. Um came out not too long ago, which said uh the New England Pages and Cam uh, might part ways. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not surprised about that. Not surprised uh, at all. Not surprised about that. I think you know both both of us wanted to see him succeed up there, but it just hasn't um worked in his favor for, for numerous amount of reasons, no weapons. Um, COVID, um, eight to nine players on the defense side of the ball opted out. Um, so it just, mm -hmm. didn't, it just didn't work out. You know, I think he'll definitely move somewhere, um, become a backup quarterback and, you know, um, make it work, make it work that way. Um, also Julio Jones, some little, you know, yeah. talk out there that he might, might be out of there. What, what, what do you think be a perfect fit or a good fit for Julio to go? Man, I mean... Anywhere, <laughs> uh, Julio is one of those guys who can fit into any any system. Um, I think to make if we can get him, you know, India always be the first place I think about. But if you get India, if you get him in Indy, especially you know, you make a decision with that quarterback if it's going to be Stafford, if it's going to be Wentz, who I see, who I think it'll be, who I've been talking about for over a month now. Um, if you can get a quarterback and then another dynamic receiver, I still think Julio got a few years left no, for sure. in his prime. Um, he's been in Atlanta so long. I saw him. We talked about him in the show, too. Saw him potentially being like a lifer, kind of like how Larry uh, has been out there at AZ. Mm -hmm. But um, when you get a new GM that comes in, a new head coach, I can definitely – especially with – they got some other weapons at receiver as well. Calvin, Calvin Ridley, in my opinion, is the certified Ooh, number one. Tough. He a dog. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm all about moving guys when they are very, very valuable. So right. they can get a lot of value and a lot of pieces back. Um, I can definitely see the Falcons moving Julio um, this year. Another, another, some other big names I think we can see on new teams. J.J. Watt, um, who's not where Julio is in his career. But I can definitely yeah. see, um, you know, them Texans and, and J.J. parting ways. Yeah, I can see that. Um, what about AJ Green? Somebody just said something about AJ Green in here. Hey, okay. AJ Green, another Grand guy. Cost. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, he's kind of on the you know the downside of his career as well. Yeah. Had a great career, but I can definitely see him moving. And then the other guy who you disagree with me on, another big yeah. name, though, Saquon Barkley. Man, I think Saquon Barkley, once again, new new pieces in there, new coach in there. I can see once he gets back healthy, him, I can see them definitely taking some calls on Saquon. Zeke will be another guy, but you know, that that that's a lot of money on that contract. Yeah. Tough nah, contract to trade. Um, yeah, I can't agree with you on the Saquon. Saquon, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We gonna have this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you know. O OBJ could be another guy with Cleveland success yeah. since he's been out. 
Uh, yeah. who you got? You got anybody else you think? Stafford, yeah, I, obviously. Stafford. I, I I want Stafford to get out of there, man. Um, mm-hmm. this narrative on Stafford, man, I don't agree with it a lot. You know what I mean? I think he's a I think he's a good quarterback, a good quarterback, and I think he get gets to a a situation as far as organizational wise. Um, get some weapons um around him, man. I think he could do some do some damage in this league. Um, so I would love to see him. I wouldn't mind him seeing in the Coles uniform. Um, I would love to see that. Um, but so if, you, uh, if you got your shot at Stafford or Wentz, I'm gonna go with Stafford. Okay, I'm gonna go with Stafford. You know what I mean? Um, you kind of talk about as far as Wentz. You said it where mentally you don't think he's he's headstrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel as though Stafford, shit, all that shit he's been through up there in Detroit, and he's been able to um, play fairly well. Shit, I think he would love it. He would love it, and we always talk no, about the no the, cap on God. Agree with you? Yeah, I, I, I feel all day. I feel as though um, just the just the the culture that's that's around the Indianapolis Colts, the city. Um, I think he would. I think the city would embrace him. I think he would do well and flourish out there. Um, yeah, tough, tough, tough cat too, man. Yeah, tough cat. He went out there yeah. and thugged it out yesterday with nothing on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, team playoff wise, went out there and gave his team a chance. They I, yeah. ref shafted the Lions yesterday too. Yeah. I know we got some poor Lions fans in here, but um, they got I, yeah. He, I, I, I could rock with that. I could rock yeah. with that. Alice Parker, he said, um, he said Jimmy G gonna be on the move. I believe that too. <sighs> Yeah, I can see. I mean, uh, the coach kind of alluded to it. Shannon kind of alluded to it. I could definitely see him move. I wouldn't be excited about getting Jimmy G. Nah. Uh, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Good starting quarterback. But my opinion, he the reason they lost the damn Super Bowl, man. He missed some big throws um, when they needed him. But, you know, still young, I guess. But shit, man. Um, you got a question I'm, for I'm, you. I'm going to take like – all right, let me get like two minutes. Let me get like two minutes and we're going to hit these questions. That's a bet. That's a bet. And <clears throat> shit, while we uh while debug get out of here, man. Y'all drop some of these questions, man. I'm gonna rap with y'all. Um Jimmy's going back to New England, Zach. That's um that wouldn't be a bad situation right there. Jimmy's definitely familiar with uh Bill and uh <clears throat> the Patriots culture over there. So I think um I think that'll be a situation that we could see happening right there. Vikings get rid of Zimmer. Yeah, Zimmer's he's gonna get out of there. Um Black Monday. I think we're gonna see and hear a lot of a lot of more firings and a lot of a lot of people moving um throughout the rest of the day. But um but yeah. Let's see what else y'all got. Thomas, <clears throat> Oof. shit, just bring Julio on, man, and have my line opposite of T.Y. I think that would be dope, man. If Phillip is gone, get your quarterback. I think that's what you need right there. Shit, you got your two, two go-to receivers, run game with the young boy JT. Um, you can make some stuff happen with that. Alan Randall, we kind of talked, we touched on it. Um, touched on it earlier. D-Butt, um, he was on the table for um, for tour. 
but uh, he don't he, he don't feel the same way right now. So he said if he was in the front office, he would definitely have um, some talks about uh, drafting a quarterback at the, uh, the position where they at now. Chuck Cecil. Nah, why? What's up? I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write him down. I'm gonna check him out. Chuck Cecil. Yo. Yo, yo. Do the coach resign TY? I think so. You think so? I think so. You know, TY gonna want that back. Yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna have to be a compromise. I think TY, he got a this is this is this is um the part as of the business as a player, you gotta kind of, you know what I mean, kind of maneuver, right? So for me, it's like uh T Y's probably going into a, what his what it's like a ninth year eighth year ninth year he got drafted in 2012 i think this might be it might be nine so where he's at in his, in his career um at the receiver position i don't think he's gonna get he's gonna get some money but i don't think he's gonna get top dollar um mm -hmm. so for me if i was in this situation it's, it's a lot of things as far as family wise um you know my family comfortable here shit you don't grew up as a young man and indy um mm -hmm. obviously you got to see what other teams are talking um you gotta you gotta weigh your options but for me man and also the quarterback position is going to be tough like who's who's going to be my quarterback but if it was me man if, if if coach threw a good number obviously i think he has a number in his head that his agent mm -hmm. probably got a number in his head that he's he wants to um he wants to get if the coach come with somewhere near that number, that's that's something that you really, really, really got to think about as far as being that being that lifer. You know what I mean? You yeah. Don't get that. You don't get that a lot. But that's just my that's my take on it. I feel that I can definitely agree with that. And um, talking to Ty, I've been his teammate for six years. Ty was uh, I know he said it early in his career. I don't know if it changed. He wasn't the guy who wanted to play for you know 15, 16, 17 years. So this is most likely. Um, and like I said, I don't know if that's changed or not. It's probably be his last deal, those last contract. Mm -hmm. So he definitely gonna want to go out, you know, and get get his money. But um, you know, the Colts got some young. They just drafted Michael Pittman early in the second round. Pascal has been um, developing as a receiver. Um, so we'll see where where he fits in their future plans. You know, how, you know how they go. But uh, they got a lot of money. They got the money to to afford them if they want him back. So uh, we shall see. We shall. We shall. We shall see. We shall see. What else we got? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's a good question. Ace Buggy. Teams with the least momentum heading into the playoffs. Man, I think Steelers will be on the top of that list for me. Um, yep. Just because they started off the season so hot. And if you look, um, so you if you would say, hey, they're going to be 12 and 4 at the beginning of the season going into the playoffs, most teams would take that. But after you come out the gate 11 and 0, you end up 12 and 4, and you rest your starters in week 17, um, they will have to be at the top of my list for least momentum going into the playoffs. What about uh, what about you, AB? 
No, I agree. I agree. And um, I definitely would say the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, for the mm-hmm. same same reason you just explained. So, yeah. On the, what about, uh, on, the, on the NFC side? Yeah. Um, you got the Packers, you got the Saints, you got Tampa, you got Bears, Rams, football team. Rams, shit, probably the Rams. Rams. I would say the Rams, yeah. I yeah. would say the Rams, yeah. Rams, you lost your quarterback. Um, I he just had surgery. Shit was dislo- his thumb was dislocated and broken. So yeah, that's for a quarterback at DB linebacker, you know, D lineman, maybe you can come back and play through that quarterback at thumb, man. That's 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 everything. So um mm-hmm. I got to go with the Rams, even though they got a win, got an ugly win yesterday over the Cardinals. I would say the Rams would be the team with the least momentum on the NFC side going into the playoffs. Hey, I got something for you, though. Let's just do our all-pro defensive backfield. Oh, shit. Let's do our all-pro defensive backfield. Um, That's tough. It is. It is. So, I'm going to go on the corners. I'm going to go Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. And Jay Jackson. JC Jackson, those are your first team all pro guys. Yep. Okay. I got X Howard as well. <sighs> that second guy is tough, man. You got Jahir, Jair Alexander could be on there. Yep. Marlon Humphrey could be on there. Gun Trey White, James Bradbury. Jalen Ramsey had a good year. I'm gonna go. I I I had my team on the um, athletic podcast last week, but um, I put Trey White as my other first team corner. I'm gonna probably go with. I'm gonna go with Bradbury. I'm gonna go with Bradbury out of the Giants, man. This is a toss up for me. But uh, so X Howard, Bradbury in the slot. I'm going Kenny Moore. That's my Kenny first Moore. team All Pro corners. Who you got at safety? Mm, at safety, I'm gonna go with. My guy, Buddha Baker. Okay. And then I'm going to go. Man to man, pot alum. And then I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams and Buddha Baker. Jamal Adams, he missed some time this year. He missed some time, man. That boy got 10 sacks. He a difference maker. All right, so I'm going to go. Damn, Minka. Minka had a very, very good year. I'm going to go Minka. She go Minka or Justin Simmons or Jesse Bates as my deep safety. I'm going to go Minka. We don't want, we don't, my, we don't, uh, hey, we don't do deep safety and top <laughs> safeties in, man. This is what I'm doing. My deep safety is Minka. Nah, man. Your, your defense my, ain't going to rock like that. My, my strong safety is um is Tom Matthew, Honey Badger. Um, man, you know, we just do we just do safeties, man. Hey, well, those are my two safeties. And Mika I, and Badger. We just do safeties, man. I don't like these safeties and, and, and box safeties, man. So we just do safeties. Well, you got you got two guys that play around that ball. Baker, Baker, uh Buddha Baker and, and uh Jamal Adams play around that ball. So play around the play ball. Around that, they play around that box. Pause. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so that's our guys. I like it. I like it. That's our guys, man. But yeah, um, Shit, we'll be back. Well, Wednesday, drop Wednesday. An episode Wednesday, man. And then we'll be live again on Friday before this uh before this playoff, this wild card weekend opens up. Yes, sir. Um, I'll be on Pat McAfee's show today uh, for his overreaction Monday at 12, 1225. 
so about 25 minutes i'm checking me out over there and um shit, what else you got for the people ab man that's it man so we we out here living man happy new year's to everybody um mm -hmm. 2020 was a was a mother but 2021 man we're going we're going to keep it moving man so happy new year we appreciate we appreciate y'all supporting the man to man pod that's a fact and, uh, you know that's a fact hold on we got a hold on we got one of, um somebody just made a mention we talked we hit on this a little bit earlier we talked about Tom Brady making sure AB got his incentive Emmanuel Sanders got his incentive yesterday I think he needed eight catches um Andy Dalton needed to get one. I think Brady had one. So the question is from off the rails, Tone and Jim. Shout out Tone. Tone's our producer. Does a great job. Um, how aware are players the regular season incentives going into week 17? Very. Very aware. <laughs> Very aware. Very aware. The coaches, the GMs, the players. Um, Leonard Floyd was another one. He needed a half a sack yesterday. He got it. Um, but very aware, very aware. And um, a lot of coaches would, would look out and say, okay, we need a, hey, we need this many yards to hit this, or, mm -hmm. you know, they, they're going to look out and definitely try to get you your money and players definitely appreciate that. You, um, you ever um, come into a situation where you needed an incentive, like coming down the stretch and hit it or missed it? Um, I think I had a playtime incentive one year. And for a lot of my career, I was like a sub guy. So, you know, it, it really depend on, depended on my opponent, um, how the game was going. And um, I think I did hit. I want to say it was like 85% or 80%, something crazy like that. But um, yeah. I hit it. I hit it going into that last game. But, hey, that shit be stressful too, man. That shit be stressful Yo. sometimes. But, hey, I, lo I love when people get their money, man. So, shout out to everybody who got that, you know, touch the extra bag. Yeah, 17, I, but very aware to answer your question. Very aware. Very, what about very. you? Yeah, my um my first year in um my first year in AZ, I had an incentive uh five picks would give me um quarter of a mil. Um going into the second last game of the season, I had uh three of them things and mm -hmm. playing the Giants, and I end up getting two um against Eli the second to last game and the, at the end of the game I tore my pack mm. so I just I just got it right before ooh. right before tore my pack yeah but that that That's was a piece yeah 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 came through yeah. man but yeah Zach hey Zachary I agree with you 2020 gave us the man to man part yes, silver sir. lining we appreciate y'all man tell a friend to tell a friend give us that you know like the stream Five star reviews, all that Pepe, stuff. Pepe, Pepe already know what it is. Hey, you already know Pepe yeah. from Mexico, man. Shout, Shout out, out all the all the loyals, man. We're gonna, you know, gonna keep growing, keep going, man. We appreciate y'all, man. All love. Mm -hmm. Twelve twenty five. I see y'all on uh, on Pat show, and we'll see y'all back on the Man and Man Pod uh, Wednesday. I have, yes, to, sir. I have an interview for you. We out. All right, peace.